Hey guys. Hey everyone. What's going on? It's popping, it's popping. We poppin'. missed last week. It was a very busy week for us. Yeah, so we're sorry, but we are here. We're continuing our Sisters Y'all All Right series. Right. I'm so excited. We have a physical fitness expert in the building. Like a real life. Like real, like degrees on the wall. Right. I'm like, I'm looking like, yes, receipts. <laughs> like, Certified. Serve it, serve it, serve it. So Taylor, Plus. can you please introduce yourself? Let people know who you are. Okay. Anything else you want to know, let, let the people know about you really quick. Okay. Um. So I'm Taylor Calamese. Um. Like you said, I am a well, certified exercise physiologist and personal trainer. Damn. Um, <laughs> I, like I am that. the owner of Charlotte Fit. Um, it's a personal training studio located in North Charlotte, mm-hmm. catering specifically to women who are looking at weight management, so looking to lose yes. weight and muscular development. Um, it's a boutique studio, so um, the whole goal is to create a safe space for women to feel all right and not being bothered by men or any other distractions um, that come with gym life. So right. it's a safe space here for women to come and get right. I like that. I, so wait, you don't have no male clients? Um, I have a few, but okay. it's very far, few and far in between. I probably have like three now. Okay. Uh-huh, but it's mostly women clientele. Dope. I love it. Okay. That's, I like that. I love it. Before we get started, so every episode we do a thing of what can't you wrap your head around? So since you're our guest... You know we didn't introduce ourselves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's been a week. When you take I a know. week off. Yeah. So anyway, ahead, I, I'm Sierra T. <laughs> you know, your girl B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. You know, we wrap up the culture and color. You oh, know. Yes. Y'all know how this goes. Yes. Now that we've got the familiars out the way. What's something you can't wrap your head around this week, Taylor? This week, man. It could be anything, anything. though. Like anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you, um, let's see. Social media kills me. Like mm-hmm. people's comments. Yes. Um, just how mean people are Girl. on social media. Um, so just to see all the opinions, all the comments, all the rudeness, um, specifically like the Nipsey Hustle thing. Yeah. So I'll see like there's all these pages dedicated to him, and I love looking at the pages. Mm-hmm. Like I will not get tired of looking at Nipsey Hustle. But I see where like this one page is having like a lot of issues. I guess the girl posted a picture of his child's mother. Yeah. Um, the first one, and she didn't post Lauren London, or she'll crop pictures out where Lauren London's in them, and people oh. have a big issue with it. Where it's like, I mean, it is to just honor Nipsey Hussle. Now, he was with her, but right, right. Um, I saw her having to really, like, defend herself um, on it. I'm like, like, can this not be this, you know, a dedication yeah. to this man in peace? Right. right. So, I can't wrap my head around people. Just like, if you don't like it, unfollow, yeah. leave it alone. Facts. Everybody has to state their opinion, so that's very interesting yeah. to me. That's the frustrating thing mm. about social media is everyone, I mean, everyone does have an opinion. Is it always right or no. necessary? No. Is it necessary, right? <laughs> right. Because my dad always said there's three gatekeepers when you're speaking. Is it true? Is it necessary? Is it kind? If Ooh. it doesn't mm. follow yeah. all three of those, then don't say it. Right. Yeah. So. Mm-mm. How about you, sis? I had to go next. Yes. <laughs> I, that's what I said. How about you, sis? Oh, my gosh. Like, all right. So I really, what can I wrap my head around? I really can't wrap my head. Okay. I can't wrap my head around that she's got to have it. So I finally, uh-oh. Um, All right. So. Have you seen the show, Taylor? Yes. I love it. Did okay. you watch the second season? Yes. Okay. So I'm not I'm not done with season two, but I literally just watched season one yesterday. Like I sat okay. in the same spot all day yesterday. It was great. Caught up on the show. 
Um, and I just, I really can't wrap my head around how toxic Nola is. Like, she is so toxic. In what way? This is interesting. She is really toxic. Like, but how? you are too grown to be acting the way that you are. Like, I love her free-spirited, but, like, it was just certain things that was, like, the fact that it's just all about, I know the show is surrounded around her. I know yeah. that. But it's just always about me, 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 all the time. And I feel like how the show is touching on being a good friend, sexual freedom, things like that, they're not really, she's not the best character when it comes to that. I don't know. It just, I don't know. Just a, it's, I can't wrap my head around the show fully yet. I'll say it that. Like, I still got to figure out. I still, like, I'm on season two and I, you know, Opal, I'm glad she's gone. Yeah. I really am I'm glad she's That's gone. That's the girlfriend. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I can't stand her. Yeah, no, I don't glad. know anybody who does, though. That was like, like her yeah. mother. Yeah, like, yeah. stop trying to change my girl. Yeah. Like, you're doing yeah. too much. That was a lot. Um, You know what I'm saying? But, like, you went from Opal, now you with, um, oh, what's his name? The African, the other oh, artist. Oh, oh, the artist. Oh. Ugh, Olu. Yeah. yeah. And I found I it funny when he said that he wasn't in a relationship at that <clears throat> press conference and she caught the attitude. I was like, really, sis? Y'all just started talking. See what I'm saying? Toxic. You was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, you had the, the you know, you was very, I'm um, rules, rules, rules. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now you trying to like, not put your rules yeah. in, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's, I, I feel like she operates in a way where if it's beneficial to her, it's cool. Exactly. That makes um, sense, yeah. And that's but, how she But many it. of us do, though. Yeah. That's true. You know, maybe not in that way. But when you have, like, all these people involved and, yes. like, you're the common denominator, like... So you so Come you would on. say like she has extreme selfishness. Is extreme that... selfishness. Wow. Extreme okay. selfishness. Okay. Um, okay. That's very interesting. It is. I, I d- see that. Yeah. I her friend's worse, but she's about um, it. who her oh her friend who's the art dealer. Yeah. Ooh. I was. Oh, I, was, I can't stand her. I, I don't glad, like her either. I was glad what happened. What happened to her <laughs> I don't happened. Like her either. Um, with the the she was locked out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was like, that's what I she. I kind of bad for her there. Why? I think she has a lot of anger that she has not dealt with. And my oh, big thing yeah. is like therapy, therapy, therapy. Like, right. So I, I love that they're drawing attention to Nola going to therapy. Like she knows she's toxic. She That's the thing. If anything, <clears throat> she knows that she needs help and she seeks mm-hmm. it out. And they mm-hmm. very much portray that and show that. So yeah. I yeah. think that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Wow. What about you, sis? Uh, I'm going to keep it real simple. Okay. I, I, You know, we talked about this already, but I can't wrap my head around natural deodorant. Yeah. I tried it. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. I was on seven today. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. And I made the mistake. I, I thought I was cool. You know, I went to go get my car washed during my lunch break. And I'm in there and I'm vacuuming. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm smelling something. I'm like, no, nah, that ain't me. And I do it again. I was like, oh, my it's God. You. It is me. I well, that's why I can't understand why people don't smell themselves. I smell me. Right. I smell when the, the, when the cooch is right. Right. The, right. the yeah. arm All is right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you should. I was offending myself. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you. I was like, oh, okay. So, I need to, like, go take a shower as soon as I get home. Right. Because I don't know. I, I mean, that's interesting. You know, I, I realize that, you know, the, the you know, the. All the popular brands have aluminum and parabens in it, and all that stuff is bad for you. you can cause cancer. But I just don't understand how it's going to work as far as body temperatures go. You know, it's right. 100 degrees here today. Right. And I was rank. Like, I just, right. I can't wrap my head around how we're supposed to, I want to, you know, I want to live a healthier lifestyle, and I want to stop using cancer-inducing products. But I don't want to be smelling like... What's the trade-off? You, right. You know, you either don't get cancer, but she stinks. Right. And that's not sexy. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. So... 
Speaking of that, I don't know if we can, but I got in a lift. I just came back from Toronto. Yeah. Um, and um, it's a very multicultural city. Mm-hmm. So I was very, very interested to see that. And even when I see black and brown people, they'll open their mouth and it's like, oh, where are you from? And it's like, okay, I'm from Djibouti or I'm from Eritrea or I'm from mm-hmm. like Brazil. But um, we got in this one guy's car oh, and wow. he was Indian. Mm. Um, and, you know, certain, certain cultures don't believe in deodorant. Right. Oh, rank, oh. rank, rank. And then my friend, she said, how long do we have to go? I said, we got 20 minutes. Oh, no. Oh, my so like, we had to crack all the windows. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, she said, seriously? I said, seriously? Are you seriously this musty? Like, um, are you seriously? She said that out loud? <laughs> she just said, seriously? Oh, I was so scared. Seriously? Yeah, she didn't say that part. Oh, but my God. After we got the car, she said, I wanted to say, seriously, are you seriously that musty? Right. But it's interesting. Like, they like those pheromones. Like, different cultures. I mean, different African cultures. They don't wear deodorant. I heard British people are like that, too. That, too. Like, and I their remember. teeth be real bad. Oh, yeah. That I heard, um, so, we know the movie Obsessed with Idris Elba and Beyonce is really bad. But apparently, she was saying that he did not smell that great. Beyonce no. said that? Beyonce said Idris that about Idris Elba. Now, you can't imagine. Time out. Like, if any He's man to not smell, wait a minute. Time that out. wouldn't be the Time one. out. Wait you know a minute. I'm going to pause. We got to pause because I just refuse <laughs> to believe that foolishness. Mm, that's what she said. She said he just wasn't... He just wasn't. Wow. And he looks like he smells so amazing. Like he smells like ivory and chocolate chip cookies. Like, like oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you with these analogies. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you with these analogies. You know, tell the truth. Like, but yeah, wow. that's saddening. You can like it didn't. You know what I'm saying? It didn't really go far because like who Idris Elba says, right? Cut it out. Right. She must have really been in love with Jay at that point. I mean, people say her breath stink too. So Beyonce. Y'all have not heard that Beyonce no. got how apparently she has how You know what? I don't have time for this. <laughs> That's just what I heard. No. I don't know, sis. I never heard that before. But I heard that oh, she her man. breath is not as pleasant. And I just I I can't believe that. I'm pretty sure she has extreme Dental insurance. Yeah, right. I, sure. I refuse to believe because that. Because when you have halitosis, that's something deep down in the gut. Oh that's yeah. Going so on. then maybe I don't know. I don't Beyonce with halitosis. I mean, you know, <laughs> come on, y'all. I know they both of y'all know, clean, that, but she's not perfect. She got to have one flaw. She has to have. Everybody has at least one flaw. She does. At I, least I, she I has to have one flaw. I refuse to believe that it's halitosis. All right. <laughs> I hope that's it's not the flaw. Yeah, that's you, not the flaw. That's not you singing. That ain't cute. Exactly. I don't. I don't think that's it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, oh <laughs> maybe not all, maybe not all night, right. maybe just a little bit. Right, you know, just not for a few all, hours, not for a few hours. Yeah. You know? Not all night, sis. Calm down. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was a good intro segment. That was good. So we're gonna go ahead and get into this interview. Okay, <laughs> y'all are so foolish. I'm just saying. So can you kind of just tell us, you know, your journey, you know, what inspired you to to start to be a fitness expert, you know, you know, all these degrees on the wall, you know, you just count them up. Yeah, you know, count them up. You know, what what was the starting point for you? What was the thing that was like, you know what, I think this is where I want to inspire people in my life? Um, so... I always wanted to empower women specifically. Like, so I started off wanting to be a hairstylist when I was little. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I wanted to be a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to make women feel better. That was the big thing. Empower them and make them feel better. So, like, seven or eight, I'm running around telling everybody I want to be a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Then I went to being a dermatologist because my skin was really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to make people feel better about their skin. And then I started running track when I was 12. Um, and then, let me see, was it high, high school? I developed an eating disorder. So I mm-hmm. was um, bulimic. That's okay. where you 
binge, so you'll eat a lot of food and you'll throw it up, or some people use laxatives. Mm. So I would throw up. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, I didn't want to be over 120 pounds. Oh, gosh. But I would be like 118, 119. I would go eat, and then I'll weigh myself. Of course, I'm going to be over 120 pounds. Yeah. So now I would go throw up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like a vicious cycle. So um, by learning different ways, I started working out more outside of track um, and just figuring out what my body could do outside of the looks part of it. Mm. And so by becoming a better like functional kind of unit and machine, I learned... Um, to kind of step outside of the scale when it came to my body and judging my body and valuing my body. Okay. okay. Um, and so Health and Fitness truly, like, saved my life. Like, um, I had to go to therapy for um, my eating disorder. Mm. And then just having an outlet, so a different way of viewing my body, so working out more. Um, and so I figured out, like, this is the way I want to empower women. Like, when you feel strong about what you can do in the gym, it translates to every other aspect of mm. life. So, mm-hmm. you know, you come in and you can't do a push-up. And then a month later, you can do a push-up and you can do running. You can do sprints. And so the confidence starts building in what you can do in the gym. And that translates to your career, what you tolerate in relationships, how you mm. approach. You know, everything, it translates. Yeah. So it started from, I would say, I guess the pivotal point was me having an eating disorder and having to work through that Mm -hmm. um, and find other ways to view my body. So even with my clients, they weigh in every week. Mm -hmm. But if there's any anxiety, any kind of negative feelings around the scale, we take it out. Mm. Um, Because the scale is not the be-all, end-all. It's just one measurement piece of the story. So we also do measurements, body fat testing, and a picture. Oh, wait, when you say a picture. Like a before and after? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Because sometimes the scale won't move, but everything has changed. Your stomach has come down. So people Mm. get so caught up in the scale, and we place a lot of value in that number. Mm -hmm. Um, And so learning to place a different value on your body and what it can do and how it changes and how it works for you on a daily basis is like my big focal point when it comes to my clients. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you were in college, was it the same? Were you very active with women empowerment and just kind of helping? Because especially college with, you know, fitness, that's mm-hmm. almost something that can be forgotten about, you know, once you get involved in, in life. So I um, actually got a scholarship to Winston-Salem State for okay. track and film. Okay. okay. But even then, like, I was eating like crazy. I would have like four French shows at breakfast and mm-hmm. I was just in there eating at night. Yeah. So I was still gaining weight even though I was running. And so... When you're running a competitive sport like track and on that level, one to two pounds feels a hell of a lot different when you run a track mm. once you gain wow. that. So, I mean, five pounds is like you like dragging a wagon. Um, so even then, I still had to figure out like a healthy relationship with food. So um, it's there are definitely like <clears throat> triggers. There are different, definitely things I know I cannot do because it puts me in a space of thinking about my body and my weight too much. Gotcha. Mm. So like bodybuilding, for instance, people say, why don't you do bodybuilding again? Um, but it puts me in a space where I'm thinking too much about food and my body and how my body looks and what, what that scale is saying. It's like I'm, I'm preparing for um, uh, a show. Mm-hmm. So say the show uh, is in August. I got to be at 125 pounds by August. I got to look a certain way by August. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that puts me into another space of like binging and, Oof. you know, if I'm not where I need to be. And I'm not looking like I need to look when it's come time for showtime that I'm binging. Oh, wow. So I'm binging and throwing up. So I, that's a trigger point for me. I can't I can't be that isolated when it comes to food in my body. Mm. Okay. Ooh. So you talk about a healthy relationship with food. Like, What does a healthy relationship with food really look like, especially for the black woman? Oh, that's a great question. That is a great question. Um, 
I first want to say so many of us struggle with eating disorders. It may not look like bulimia, but it's like disordered eating. It's binge eating. It's when I'm sad, I like eat a whole tub of ice cream mm-hmm. when I'm mad. Um, so a healthy relationship with food is when you're not using it as a solution. If you're not hungry, food is not the answer. Okay. And that's the huge thing. So we use food as emotional <clears throat> crutch. We use it when we're bored. We use it to socialize. A healthy relationship with food is when you simply use food to eat, when it is used simply to keep your body going and to fuel you and nourish you. So even when um, people won't eat vegetables, that's a disordered eating or a disordered form of eating because mm-hmm. your body needs vegetables and needs the minerals that are in vegetables. So that's not a he- if you're not able to... Take a step back from what tastes good to you and realize like what your body needs, mm-hmm. then there's a disorder. There's some sort of like unhealthy relationship with the food. You're not mm-hmm. even viewing it in the way it's supposed to be used. It is fuel hmm. for your body to perform. Okay. Is that something you like help your clients with with training their brain to actually eat like it is fuel? Is that is that a hard thing for people to it's I figure it would be it's extremely hard. There's so many emotions caught up with food. Yeah. Like so you have people who come from childhood and it's like the clean your plate club. You can't get up from this table mm-hmm. until you have cleaned your plate. Uh, and so whether I'm full or not, I've been taught this behavior that carries on into adulthood. Right. Or, you know, um the people who eat in secret. That's a horrible thing in the sense of um <clears throat> You're embarrassed by the behavior, but you don't want to stop it, and then you're ashamed of it, so you eat in private, Mm -hmm. and then it creates a cycle of, like, you're even more ashamed because you binged and you lost control and you didn't have the self-discipline. So there's so many emotions. It it, it crosses into, like, therapy, and I do digital health coaching um, for a company called Amada. And so I work with people all over the nation. And so basically discussing, like, the thoughts, the feelings around foods. Yeah. You you say um, for you don't know how to control your portion sizes. What What's the root cause of that? Mm. So really get into the root cause of it. And sometimes it's like, well, um, I just don't know how to function without a dessert after dinner. Mm. It's like, well, what's that about? Ooh. Right. Like, that, what's, <laughs> but people don't want to like, address that. My family, like, you know, because my sister <clears> says to me all the time, she's like, oh, because, sh- like, I don't feel like you need to eat just because the sun is going down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People are like, it's time to eat. And I'm like, but I'm not hungry. And they're like, how are you not hungry? I'm like, I mean, I'm just not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I don't feel like just because it's 7 p.m. that I have to have dinner. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I, but, you know, I have family members. It's like literally, I would say 30 minutes after dinner, it's like, oh, like, what you got sweet in there? Like, we got, right. we got a piece yeah. of cake. We got some chips. We got uh-huh. something. I'm like, you ain't hungry. Cut it out. Like, no. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's just like a nature. Yeah. You know yeah. And sometimes like, we don't habit. think about it. I do that all the time. Mm. I do yeah. it often. Yeah. And then I think a big thing with um, starting to address it is recognizing it, mm-hmm. like bring, bringing the mindfulness to it. It's like, what's really going on? Like when I'm craving sweets, I'm like, what's going on? And it's like, I may have felt restricted in some area during the day where I'm like, let me go like relax and kind of like get my sweet tree. And it feels like, I don't know who I'm sticking it to, but I'm sticking it to somebody, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because it's like, I had to be on such a regimen. It's like, oh, let me go get a cookie to like decompress or mm-hmm. when they're wine and their alcohol, it's like... Yeah. It's like really starting to evaluate, like, what is this about? Yeah. Even if you continue to do it, it's like, what is this about? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on in this moment? And then we can start to change the habits. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people don't, they don't want to. That's a hard, that's a hard part, though. It's tough. It's that's, I think that to me, you know, I work out sometimes. Okay. <laughs> but to me, that is, that's always been a challenge for me is the eating right. And then yeah. the portion control, which you, which you said, which is, I also have a hard time where I'm like, oh, this is too much chicken on this plate. I think mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Or um, just really trying to get out of those habits because 
especially like someone who's starting or starting back like their first week. Mm. And if you have like a moment where you fall off, mm-hmm. it could ruin the rest of the week for you, Girl. which it has done for me mm-hmm. plenty of times before. Girl. Yeah. And even shifting the thinking from all or nothings, right? right? Like one meal is just one meal. Mm-hmm. Now you can allow that to be the rest of the week or it's like what, what's got you to this all or nothing type thinking? Yeah. Because if you continue to operate in all or nothings, that's... 10 pounds later, 30 mm. pounds later, as opposed to like you have one meal where it's like, okay, I, I could have done better. What can I do in this meal? I'll incorporate more vegetables, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and everybody's starting on a Monday and then Monday never comes. <clears throat> That's so true. Guilty. You know, a Monday then, or the first. Right. right. And then a year later. Yeah. I said that. I said that. Too. I was like, you know what? June 1st. <laughs> you're going to do better, Sherelle. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to eat the whole bag of spicy sweet jalapeno chips. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Maybe just put some in a Ziploc bag. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Because I'll bring the whole bag of me to work. But that, like. that's a big thing. <laughs> really? You know, acknowledging that. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's serious. So, okay. So, you talked about having a safe space here at mm-hmm. Charlotte Fit. So, mm-hmm. like, is that really a thing? Like, women really being afraid to work out because of the whole gym culture and gym rats? and Definitely. It's intimidating. Really thing? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, most women don't know what to do in the gym. Like, that's most mm-hmm. people's barrier. I, I don't know what to do when I go. So, I just hop on the treadmill. Then if you look at how the gyms are um, set up, most of the time the cardio equipment is facing all the weight training equipment. So if you're on the cardio machine, you could just look all day and people watch. And so for somebody who's not comfortable already being in the gym and I'm working with the trainer and I'm the only one following the trainer around the gym, Mm -hmm. it's like, and everybody's watching, they have this like front row seat. It's very intimidating. It's very, um, I feel very Mm self-conscious, particularly if I'm extremely overweight. So now, you know, you have the people who are in shape and then they're looking at me and I feel like they're looking at me. Mm-hmm. It took me a lot to even get here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm the only one, again, with the trainer. I feel like everybody's looking at me as I'm on trying to figure out what to do on these weight training machines. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how they work. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's like a lot of eyes in the gym. And then even if you're not overweight or self-conscious in that way, but then you have the men, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to holler at you. And mm. if you're not there for that, that's annoying. Yeah. You know, so... um. Yeah, it's very, very important. It's very important that <clears throat> women walk in here and they don't have to feel self-conscious about their body. Mm. You know, like they're here to work. Whereas at the gym, it's it's like a fashion show sometimes. It could be like the club. I call um fitness connection up here um, <laughs> club fitness. Because even for me, knowing what to do in a fitness professional, it's intimidating to me. All those really? men walking around. Every time. Throwing yeah. weights. It's intimidating. Wow. Yeah. And I've had experiences where I've been in the gym trying to use a machine or I'm minding my business and a guy will come up to me and tell me I'm doing it wrong. Yes. Which is also yes. like another thing. Oh, yeah. I've had that too. And it's like, yeah. you don't know who I am. Right. Yeah. You know, like, like, I got this. Thank I do this. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. He, he, I, the guy, he said, uh-uh, uh-uh, like this. And then he showed me. I said, oh, like this? He said, yeah, like that. And it's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it's very... Women experience some disgusting things in the gym as far as, you know, space being invaded by men and mm-hmm. being I looked at. It. Yeah, it's it's a it can be very intimidating. Actually, it is. It is. It is. In college, it was like that. I remember, I mean, I used to be like, you were talking about how it's a fashion show. I remember being, you know, at the <clears> new gym and it worked, you know, and you see, we, my friends used to have like a thing. We go to the cafe and then we go to the gym. We just get on the treadmill, do little run laps. But you had girls that came in there with like their hair still down. I'm like, how are y'all in here with full, Cute. full, makeup. full face yeah. and makeup? Uh-huh. Y'all hair not wraps and you got these big hoop earrings on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. and your Converse is on. Uh-huh. But but then I'm like, then I'm kind of like everybody else that's just judging them. I'm like, maybe 
They don't have the proper sneakers That's to go true. to the gym. Maybe they don't realize that their hair is going to completely sweat out. Maybe, maybe yeah. they are in here just to catch a dude. I mean, I get it. There's a lot of dudes in here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going <laughs> to judge you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe you're in, you know, you can't talk to him in the cab. Maybe you feel like you can talk to him in here. I don't know. Right. But right. That, that was the thing. And I had a couple dudes come up to me, you know, while I'm on the trip. I'm sweating bullets. Oh. It was like, oh, you know, you and my, you and my such and such class. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like not the time. Like, right. We got class tomorrow. You can holler at me tomorrow Correct. at 11. If I got headphones in, I really don't want to talk. Ooh, like, do girl. not talk yeah. to me. Yeah. I don't know how people work out without headphones. Me, me either. Because it, it. it looks like a welcome invitation to me, and I'm, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it is. And so I remember I worked at a gym, and um, the front desk person, She we used to have a quote mm. that members could read, and she put a quote up that said, um, Working out is only 4% of your day. Get it done. And it's like, I said, that's a really aggressive quote. And she said, well, how? I'm like, for some people, it took everything in them to get to the gym. Mm -hmm. Like, it took everything in them. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, babies crying, husbands not supportive, bosses killing them all day, you know, on Mm -hmm. them. So it took everything in them. So when you're saying it's only 4% of your day, no, it it may be like 60% to somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, it took a lot for them to get there. So it's like, you have to be conscious of the languaging even when you're when you're like trying to motivate people. I didn't think about that. And so mm-hmm. even I'll talk to my office manager when she's doing like social media stuff and it'll be like kind of a I call them aggressive quotes. They may not so somebody who works out and finds the importance of working out, it may not be. Yeah. But I, I gotta be conscious of again a safe space. Yeah. So some of those quotes can be really, really aggressive. True, but aggressive. Mm. Oh, so do you like follow or like notice a lot of other fitness pages who I, I see them. They pop up in my explore page sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this is really aggressive. It's really aggressive. Yeah. And then even for me I try to be conscious of how much I show my body mm-hmm. just because it's like it has to be motivation. Right where people want to look, they they want to know their trainers in shape, and she can do what they um, what she has them doing, but right. also where it's not making people feel bad. Yeah. Mm. So even though I'm not responsible for that, I do feel like there is a responsibility to make sure I'm promoting myself in a way that welcomes all people. Right. Um, let's people know that I can get them right and shows mm. the credentials and the strength and you know that I work on my own self, but also where I'm not creating a space where like some. And no shade on it, but some people have Instagram pages where it's just their body, their body, their body, their yeah. body. And that's cool. That works for you. There's a certain audience that appeals to that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. My audience is like overweight women. And mm-hmm. so I don't want to constantly be showing off my body and this is how I look. It's like, what's the messaging I'm trying to put out? Yeah. yeah. Where people even understand, they connect with the message and want to come. It's like, oh, that's my trainer. Right. She's for me. I love mm. that. I love that. That kind of like. You kind of answered my next question. So, like, because you were saying earlier when you couldn't wrap your head around, like, social media. But do you also think that sometimes social media can encourage people, like, to lose weight? Because a lot of people now are really being open with sharing their weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. Like, I know know we're talking about women, but there's a guy on Twitter, and he is very heavy. Oh, that big guy. He, he, like, he posts an update, like, every day. Yeah. It's been, like, 400-something days now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was 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 a big big. guy, yeah. Yeah. He was a big dude, but Mm -hmm. it's been, like, you know, it went from being, like, oh, my God, this dude is huge, to, like, you know, you can do it, bro, keep doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. and I just think that's so dope that they, because, I mean, you can tell the difference. Yeah. But, you know, do you think that there are some, like, healthy ways to motivate people on social media, especially for women, because you, I mean, I mean, I go on bathing suit suits, um, pages all the time when yeah. I'm looking for new bathing suits, and I'm like, first of all, I know I can't fit that. Oh, right? And I'm not going to look like that girl mm-hmm. in it. You know what I'm saying? Also, her chest and my chest, are, <laughs> it doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, but do you do think there's a healthy way to influence women on social media, since that's the way the world now? Most definitely. Um, 
And I mean, even like I'm really proud of my page and not I am. I'm proud of it because I'm very intentional about it that um, it's motivational, inspiring. It's like it is very like woman focused. Like if a man connects with it, that's cool. But it's very much about like women like we deserve to prioritize ourselves. Absolutely. Uh, We deserve to. Uh, walk away from anything that doesn't make us feel good. Mm-hmm. We deserve to spend time on ourselves, to cultivate relationships, to pour into ourselves. And I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of times um, there's a lot of shame around that. Like we're shamed for that. Oh, uh, we're made to feel guilty when we want to like. So I'm very intentional. And the messages are for me as well. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think you can motivate um, and inspire and it be in a very healthy mm-hmm. way. I think you have to be very intentional about it and conscious about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because even some of the more aggressive quotes, I I agree with them yeah. in some regards, but it's <laughs> yeah. like, that's not helpful. Right. You know, right. so even like when I'm working with clients and they're celebrating that they went from drinking three sweet teas a day to one, it's like, that's awesome. Yeah. Obviously, I want to get them at no sweet teas a day or right. just twice a week, mm-hmm. but we're going to celebrate every milestone. Every change is like something to be applauded and mm-hmm. celebrated. Right, right. So I think that's huge. That's dope. Yeah. That's real dope. So what is, like, what is your go-to workout routine? Like, when women come in here for the first time and it's like, Taylor, I need your help. Like... You know what I'm saying? What is that go-to move that you, you know, to get these women? That's a great question. Circuits. And when I say circuits, like, you pick three exercises, one standing up, one down on the ground, one back standing up. Because you burn a lot of calories. People burn so many calories just moving their body weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we have such a heavy society now that just stand up, sit down. Stand up, sit down. would we'll do, like, Girl. wonders. Get up off the floor. Because there's some people who can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny. Yeah. I was talking to a client about this. She asked me. She said, what do you think about the um, whole, uh, like... Embracing your size, like oh, yeah. at any size. Yeah. She said, What are your thoughts on that? Like, is that healthy to you? You know, and so you see like 300 plus pound mm-hmm. ladies, you know, and they love themselves and confidence, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the message of it. Um, my big thing is if you can't um, survive, right? If somebody's chasing you, can you run fast enough with that body weight to get away from it? If a dog is chasing you, if the police are chasing you, if you're in danger, yeah. you know, if a rapist is chasing you, can you get away? If you can't, you're too heavy. If you fall out of a boat, can you push yourself up and get yourself back in the boat from the ocean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you can't, you're too heavy. Yeah. Like, if you can't do functional life-saving movements, particularly as black people, like, I feel like if it came to, like, a physical war right now, mm-hmm. we're not in a position to win. Yeah. Mm. So if you can't do life-saving techniques, you're too heavy. Mm. So it's beautiful. Be confident. But if you can't save yourself, you're too heavy. That's real. I don't. Do you guys watch Love & Hip Hop? No. 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 <laughs> you on your own there. Tell us about Tokyo. Yeah. So there's a girl on Love & Hip Hop on Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, Tokyo. And she is... Oh, that's the On Fleet girl? I don't, isn't she the one who came, who came up with the my eyebrows on Fleet? Isn't that her? No, that's a different girl. Uh, but she was... Yeah, she I, went viral for something. Yeah, I don't even and she, but she really has gone viral. I mean, she's a big girl. Mm-hmm. And there was one episode recently. I think it was a couple episodes ago where that's my best friend. That's her. That yeah, that's that girl. Right. That's, that's my did. best friend. That's my best. She friend. did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's her. her. Yeah, and you know, like she um, like has deals with the crayon box and Reebok. Like she's you know she's dope because she is she promotes body positivity. However, on the show. Um, mm-hmm. One of her friends who is not as big as her, she's actually, you know, pretty small, but but she used to be big. And she's trying to help Tokyo by, you know, being like, you know, come on, sis. Like, that's not, um, you know what I'm saying? That's not healthy. She actually went over her house and was like, I mean, I think the way she did it was a little, 
you know, a little much. Like she was kind of just like she just cooked some chicken and like she threw it in the garbage and stuff like that. But you know oh. what I'm saying? But she actually got really upset. Like, you know, she went to the gym. They she might have worked out maybe like five minutes and she was like, All right, I'm done. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I I thought it was because she was like, you know, I'm I'm encouraging my followers to be happy with who you are. But I feel like she would need to hear what you just said. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's cool because you have all these mm-hmm. you have all these endorsements and things like that, but Shorty that does not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Is right. that really healthy for her? Right. You know what I'm saying? I like, was um there's this YouTuber I follow named Nappy Headed Hohova. She's a black girl. Nappy Headed Hova? Hohova. Like Hohova like oil. Like Hohova oil. Yeah. Hohova <laughs> oil. Nappy Headed Hohova. That's too much to say. It's yeah. okay. But she recently she put out a video like yesterday or today or this morning and she was saying how like her 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 view of it is that the body positivity movement in some ways is promoting obesity in a sense and similar to your point you know she was like you know she agrees that everyone should love their bodies the way that they are but to to not be she was like she was saying like you, your your test can come back healthy you know you, you can be fine but if you can't do simple things like pulling yourself up off the floor or you know swimming or running from the police because that happens to black people sometimes right. like then you would be in danger and I thought it was interesting because I had never thought about it it was something that I was like when it when the hashtag body positivity first came out it was something that I definitely identified with mm-hmm. but I was also like in the process of working out all the time so to me I always like interpreted body positivity as like oh I'm loving myself through this transition right mm-hmm. but I don't think people are seeing it that way no yeah I think people are just like oh they're content yeah Yes. Which again, if you can be 300 plus pounds and like save yourself, but I feel like when you get to a certain weight, and it's not even just about the weight because there are small people and skinny, there are skinny people who can't save themselves either. And that's an issue. Mm, Like, I feel like Mm. whatever weight you're at, there should be some strength in that. You should be able to carry that weight. Right. And if not, you need to train in a way where you can. So even I train on my clients, I say this all the time, where you should be able to respond to anything I throw at you. If I say, we got a mile today, you should be. Mm. Very much able to do a mile. If I say, you know, um, shoot, you have push-ups today. You know, I feel like they should be able to respond to anything and not just even push-ups, like life stuff. Yeah. So even um, Toronto, I went with one of my clients and um, the elevator was taking too long, like extremely too long. (laughs) So we were up on the 55th floor. Right. And so I said, you ready? And she said, Okay. And so, I mean, you know, oh I would gosh. go up five flights and then I would wait on her. I'm like, you okay? She said, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. And I mean, it took a minute, yeah. but we got up there and it's like, that's why you train. That's exactly the why you train. 55th floor. 55th floor. Y'all, walk, y'all walked up 55th flights. 50, yes. I said 55th. There's so many flights. I just Right. It exactly. Is. Right. Wow. So, not, I mean, that's an extreme example, but it's like, that's why you train. Yeah. You should be able to respond to I'm sure anything she's really that proud of herself. Yes. Yeah, I would. And I was so proud of her. Yeah. Okay. Because when she first started, she couldn't do that. Yeah. So, that's my thing. I, I feel like you train and you work out so that you can respond to life. Mm. Like, it's not the cuteness and the aesthetics, they come because your body's responding to like this stimulus and um, being challenged. But, right. If you do what you're supposed to do for your body, your body will do wonders. And it's the people that come in here and aren't that concerned with weight who lose the most weight. Yeah. Because they're just concerned with living a healthier lifestyle. And that changes everything. And that's my whole thing with like body positivity. It's really like, you know, even for women like Tokyo, it's like, you know, I'm like, sis, you know, you know, you didn't need, you know, Mm -hmm. you didn't need all that. But then when I hear a man say something that's my whole thing with body positivity it's like i'm 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 here for it. but when it comes to the men i just don't want to hear you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like i'll i'll say something to myself like yeah she could 
lose a pound or two. But then mm-hmm. as soon as I hear a man say, I'm like, she's fine. Mm-hmm. She's fine just right. the way she is. Right. And I think yeah. you need to mind your own business because right. you ain't. Mind yours. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, like that too. Yeah. That's my whole alone. thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, it's none of your business. I mean, mm-hmm. I can go on about women's rights and all that stuff because I'm just real upset about it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I just, when it comes to body positivity, when when the men have something to say, it's like... Mm-mm, we stick together. Yeah, you're not, you not walking around here looking like Batman. Correct. So you don't right. need to be talking about Tokyo or... And have the or, most opinions. You know, Ooh, or Sierra child. or Sherelle or Terrell. You don't need... This not, This don't got nothing to do with you. Mm-mm. This don't got nothing to do with you. I'm so I don't know. I'm on the same train. <laughs> it bothers me. It really, really does. Because I, I hear men all the time saying, like, you know... Like, I mean, I'll be watching TV with, like, my cousin or even, like, my dad. And he'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. she a little big. And I'm like... She's, oh, them, yeah. I'm like, she's really not, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, or like, you know, somebody might say something to me. Like, and I'm like, you know, I'm a size 12. And they'd be like, well, you know, you could, I could be a size 12 or 14 if mm-hmm. I wanted to, depending Correct. on what store I'm going into. You know Correct. what I'm saying? That's yeah. not really any of your concern, your concern to be right. worried about my right. pant size or my dress size. Or, right. You know what I'm saying? And delivery is everything. If I got to suck yeah. in and zip up a dress, like. Yeah. But you know, also with that <laughs> and the way we compliment people, I think it's a big thing too. You have yeah. to be conscious. Ooh. Like when somebody has lost weight, people like to say, you look good. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you've lost weight. You look so good. Mm-hmm. Like they associate the weight loss with mm-hmm. looking good as yeah. opposed to you look healthy. Yeah. You look happy. Mm-hmm. You look well. You know, because then people get really caught up. They get really mm-hmm. caught up in like, oh, I'm only pretty. I only look good if I'm at this weight. Gotcha. You know, it becomes yeah. an obsession yeah. around that number. So it's like even, um, it, it's a lot. Like, it, you know, even when it comes to like, you know, race, uh, race, race relations and discussions, mm-hmm. it's like be conscious of this. Be con- mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. I think the more you know, and if you're trying to become a better individual, it's always work. Right. You know, and people are like, I can't say this. I can't. Well, if you're trying to be a better person, it's always going to be work. It's always going to be a higher level of awareness that you can reach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, even when it comes to weight, a higher level of awareness is like, you look great. You look healthy. Mm-hmm. You look happy. You look well. You look strong. Right. You know, mm-hmm. changing the way we compliment like people mm-hmm. to know that it's not about the weight. You don't look good because you've lost 50 pounds. You look good because you look like you're more confident. Mm-hmm. You look like life is treating you well. You right. look like... You know, you're drinking your water and lathering on that coconut oil. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, coconut oil. I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, um, you want to get into the question to our our, oh, our yeah. question? Yeah, because we because we had a lot of answer. We had a lot of uh, answer. People reply to it. Okay. So, I mean, maybe you might be able to like say, "Hey, girl, you know, right. don't do this, do that." You know, okay. just like a you know, quick little something yeah. at the people. So, um, this week's uh, lip service question was, "What?" I, it's um, what stops you? What stops you from working out consistently? And we we really did get some. We got a lot of answers. We got some really got, good answers um, from the dudes and the and, and from the ladies. Yep. So, Black Lay, hey girl, said my gym gets crowned at the same time of day. I'm sorry, crowned. <laughs> my gym gets crowded at the same time of day every single every single weekday. If I go during that time, it's super discouraging to see how full the parking lot is, and then I start thinking about how I may have to wait to use certain machines. So I'll put it off. Other than that, my other general laziness stops me. Getting over that first day is a job within itself. But I will say that once I'm over that first day, I'm motivated by how it feels to stop being lazy. Yeah. LOL. Ill-advised pod <laughs> said my bed. Um Lolo de Chicago said, if I do miss a workout, it's mostly because of work-related obligations that keeps me up too late. It prevents me from getting the proper sleep I need to have a good workout and good day in general. 
Shayla Janice said, honestly, it's me, LOL, my own lack of motivation. Once I have a groove, I'm good, but getting to that first day is a struggle. <sighs> Cognac Kay said, I want to hear this. This should be interesting. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> I hope you're listening. Just, I mean, yeah, just, just read the comments. Hey. It's all good. Um, Candy Cane, be your hair, said time. Hairstylist times are crazy. By the end, by the time I leave the salon, it's 10 p.m. and I'm dead tired. Um, Sax Prophet, hey Charles. hey, Charles. He said, I be getting sick. Um, LRB said, if my social life seems to get busy, then I slack off from working out. Mm. Um, Addy dot accessory says continuous motivation. Um, the Stashley says my work life has become has become hectic and I'm always too tired. Uh, Cami RC, hey Cambria, said excuses. Simple. Yeah. Um, a vibe called I mean, a vibe called blessed said my children or chronic back issues I experienced at the time and I know Morgan got twin mm. babies. And a six year old. So no, that can't be, it no. can't be easy. No, Hang in there, Morg. Yeah. Said, highly thought of, said, I lack self discipline. Mm-hmm. And Taylor W. Design said, this hair, <laughs> <laughs> these roots in particular, don't, fl- don't flat iron themselves. <laughs> so are those like excuses that oh you, or things gosh. that you've heard people say to you before? Like, they're like, I guess they're having a hard like balance when it comes to finding time or make even making the time to work out into their daily schedules. Definitely. So time is probably number one. Yeah. Um, Time is number one. So with that being said, I believe in like effective, like short, effective workouts. Mm. So it doesn't have to take long or finding like ways to incorporate physical activity in your day. Mm -hmm. So my big thing is I'm passionate about people being active and it doesn't necessarily have to be a workout. Mm -hmm. So, um, for instance, at work, um, you can take a 10 minute walk during lunch break. You can make your meetings into walking lunches or walking meetings. Yeah. Um, taking the stairs, Mm -hmm. um, getting up and, um, going to the copy machine. And while you're waiting on the copy machine, doing squats or like finding different ways to incorporate physical activity in your day. It does not have to be like this structured 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Just finding ways to be more active and move. And, um, I work with the health department here with Childhood Obesity in Mecklenburg County. Okay. Um, and so we just had a partner connection breakfast. And so I did um, three different exercises that they can do at their desk just mm. to get moving throughout the day. Because right. most of us have sedentary jobs. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're sitting mm-hmm. all day. We're driving to work. We have a remote control so we don't have to get up and change the channel. Like a lot of things mm-hmm. cater to Americans being very sedentary. Mm-hmm. So finding ways to increase your physical activity. Um mm. Which is huge, even like biking. And a lot of us have families, so find ways to incorporate your family in it. So going to the park, going to play basketball, Mm -hmm. um, walking the dog together, big things like that. Like just find small ways to incorporate physical activity. And I always say the the hardest part of any workout is simply showing up. Mm. Like that's That's the hardest part. Yeah. It really seems like work and stuff is like the main thing that people respond in. Like we had some more. Mm-hmm. It was like Alibi 12 said, commitments in life. I start, stop, start again and repeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the culture savage said Chipotle and the Chinese buffet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> A mess. Sharnay <laughs> Nicole said lazy. Yeah. Um, Illis OXOX responded. Oh, I'm sorry. She said work just 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 damn work. Yeah. And then Mrs. Centric said laziness, LOL, or tired from work. I'm working or doing I'm working on doing better though. Yeah. You go, girl. I mean, I think, I mean, just like speaking from like a personal experience and whatnot, I know that I can I am good for putting anything 
putting work, even like work as far as like us handling the podcast, I, I'll put that before everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even my health, which is detrimental, you know, and that, that's something I have to, you know, continue to keep working on. It's like, oh yeah, kind of might want to, you know, eat a vegetable this week or, you know, work out, you know, just little things, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I understand what, you know, everyone in the comments is saying, but I feel like at some point, like, where do we stop with the excuses, right? Because a lot of people were like, oh, I'm just lazy. So, I mean, the first part is that you already know that. And you have to connect it to, like, people's value system, right? Yeah. For some people, weight loss isn't going to get them to be unlazy. Yeah. But for for somebody, particularly older um, adults, they want to be able to play with their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. So connect it to their value system. Um, I have people who, they're paramedics. They got to be able to, like, pick up the um, patients on the gurney. So they come into me for strength, like connect. That's important for their value system. So I think when people are saying like they're lazy or um, they're inconsistent, they just haven't identified a good why. Like what is going to make this important to me? Some people come, a lot of people come, they have health scares Mm -hmm. or their family member dies from something Mm -hmm. that was completely preventable. So it's like, that's the big thing is identifying what, what's, What's going to be important to you? And I'll have some clients who I've trained for a while, and we keep going up and down. And so I'll have them do a homework of, like, what's your why? Like you, and they're like, you know, I want to lose weight. Yeah, I hear that, but that's that's not your true why. Right. That because it's not motivating you to do anything different. And so I um, what is the quote? I have a quote in the bathroom, but um, I always feel like if people don't change, it's not uncomfortable enough. Something's not uncomfortable enough. Be it if you're staying in a relationship, it's not uncomfortable enough. You may cry and scream to your girlfriend about him cheating Mm. every week, but it's not uncomfortable enough. You're just going to keep crying and screaming. Because once something becomes so uncomfortable and unbearable, we change it. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So. Absolutely. It's just not uncomfortable enough. Yeah. That is so true. Like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, what's something that you know, like, that you can, like, give up when it comes to, like, eating and stuff like that? Like. Like, a food that I could give up? Yeah. Like. But it's just it's just hard. I have a snack cake addiction. Okay. Oh, like marshmallow pies and stuff like that? Like Swiss rolls and Ugh. the devil creams. When do you find yourself eating them? If it's late. Okay. If it's late at night. What's going on late at night? I'm awake working. Okay. Does I'm, it help I'm, you stay up? It's like... If I'm up late working, I'm like editing because I also do photography on the side. So if I'm up editing either the podcast or doing something for photography, I'm like, oh, I need to have a snack right now for some reason. Mm. And so it's like it kind of like motivates me to like keep going because if I I feel like if I don't have a snack, I'm not going to be able to finish this work. Okay. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Very true. So even with nutrition coaching, I'd be like, can we find some a substitute for that that would give you the same feeling? Yeah. You know, and so that's part of the personal training. Um, packages we go through nutrition coaching that's included in every client's package Mm -hmm. so it's like identifying things like that like you're eating at night yeah what are some substitutes or what are some things we could do outside of food related activities that will keep you up right you know so it's it's a lot of motivational interviewing which that's what i got my master's in yeah so the um, my master's was in exercise sports science with the concentration in physical activity promotion Mm -hmm. so that's the whole psychology behind promoting physical activity in the general population Mm. so all i do is you tell me what your problem is and i reflect back to you so it sounds like you eat at night to stay awake yeah and so if you're not eating, then you kind of get drowsy. You may not finish your work. So right. you see, she's nodding. She's nodding. Yeah. Yes, mm. yes. All I'm doing is reflecting back to her what she said. So what would be a small goal we can set in that area? I don't know. 
It would be a small, realistic thing. And you may have to think about Probably it. Probably go to bed earlier. Okay. You know? Is that realistic? That, yes. Because okay. at this point, I'm staying up later than usual so I can finish the work. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's just like, okay, that's because like, I wasn't able to get up earlier the next day mm-hmm. because I was up late <laughs> the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would be part of nutrition coaching. Yeah. It's like having people identify their own solutions. Because if I continue to tell you, you should stop eating Debbie snacks at night, mm-hmm. you automatically want to be like, yeah, I know, but right. yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. you want to give me a rebuttal. And so it's not effective. We just keep going back so, and forth. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, my master's was everything to me because in the same way I learned how to work with clients and like so that we're on the same path, going in the same way, and it's not we keep butting heads. Right. Um, I've used that in my relationships, mm-hmm. you know, so that's been like pivotal. So somebody, you know, I don't appreciate when you do this. And they're like, well, I did this because this is, I understand. So it sounds like what I'm hearing is you did this because, is mm-hmm. that correct? And they can say yes or no or clarify. And it's like, okay, well, how can we? Mm-hmm. Get to a better ground. So now we're like working together as opposed to you did this, you did this. Working out is great for you. You should work out. It's like, yeah, but, right. yeah, but. So it's like you just go with the resistance. Right. Go with it. But it takes a lot more patience. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, it takes a lot of I'm patience. sure. I'm sure you probably have people who, who probably can't identify it or don't want to. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just denying it or maybe have been denying it this whole time, mm-hmm. even though they do know. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But that's what I love about this space. I, I know that at some level, if you show up for a consultation, there, there's some type of motivation. Otherwise, you wouldn't have showed up. Right. Um, as opposed to a gym, they'll automatically put you in front of a trainer when you sign up, mm-hmm. where half the people don't want a trainer. Yeah. So I know that people when, when people show up here, there's at least a motivation of a six or seven on a scale of one to ten, where they're at least motivated to show up and make their appointment. Yeah. 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 I love it. I'm trying to think of what mine is. You said Debbie snacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mine probably be fried food. That's your biggest challenge? Oh, uh, like I fry zucchini all the time. Like I love fried zucchini. Which it's, that in it in and of itself is like Yeah, but then know. I sprinkle a whole bunch of seasoning salt on them when they come out of the Okay. You know what I'm saying? And popcorn. Okay. And it's not like look like I pop my own popcorn in the stove and I melt a whole stick of butter and I oh. it's so good. How often? Not often, often, because okay. it's, it's time consuming. I got to be downstairs, wait for it to pop, make sure the stove don't, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot. <laughs> okay. But I do eat popcorn a lot. But okay. yeah, I would say fried foods and yeah, I, that'd be mine. And what do you think that's about? I think just like the way I was raised, like my mm-hmm. family, it, that like fried chicken, like even though we're not from the South, like that Southern cuisine that's like mm-hmm. what I was raised off of fried chicken and fried pork chops and fried this and fried like like we fry vegetables you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. fried zucchini fried eggplant fried squash fried all that stuff you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying right, so right um and then I think like like you said something about the remote like you know I don't go to bed when I'm, I'm in the bed but I'm not asleep because mm-hmm. I'm watching Family Guy that I've seen a million times mm-hmm. and then when that goes off I'm watching the King of Queens and mm-hmm. I've seen the entire entire series of the King of Queens I know what's gonna happen to Doug and Carrie, so but, but I should, I should be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I should be asleep, right. but you know that's just it's just like a routine. Like it's like all right, it's eleven thirty. Doug come, Doug, Doug and Carrie come on. I need to watch them, and then I will fall asleep. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then next morning, like you know, I'm late because right, mm-hmm. you know, right. I'm not sleeping the way I should be. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, one of those situations. So it's tough. Yeah, but it's it's great that you have identified it, mm-hmm. so then you can start making changes in coffee. But I'm not giving up. <laughs> it's a rep on that. I don't know. Yeah, she said, don't even, don't even ask me don't even about it. I have used like sugar free creamer and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, or not putting as much sugar in my coffee. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. or you could try a protein shake in place of the cream. 
Like put a protein, like put some protein, uh, some of the protein shake in the coffee? The pre-made um, protein shakes. Ooh. Uh-huh. Because they're already sweet. Interesting. So they have like vanilla. In the coffee? Yeah, as your cream. That's actually a good idea. So you wow. get the coffee fix, but you also get protein combined in it and it's healthier. Huh. You should try that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 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 That actually sounds kind of good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You should try it. I, that I will try. Get one of the pre-made vanilla shakes. Oh, wait. So that's not coffee? No. Pour it in your coffee as your creamer. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can try that. Yeah. Let me know. I don't drink coffee. So, yeah. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. 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 I yes. drink a cup a day. Like, oh, literally. my God. I have to have... Like to the point where I've I tried like I had an old coworker who was um he used to be a, um an NFL player so he was like walking around the office yeah cut like for no reason so he was trying you know he we actually did like did workouts in the parking lot after work like oh, he actually had a lot of the see, office that's awesome it was yeah. like it was really really dope and like you know but then so once we worked out he was like all right so now you got to cut out that coffee straw you got to do this mm-hmm. and I tried and I went cold turkey that first two days that headache I had because my body was like Sherelle really? sis where is <laughs> where's that caffeine where's that caffeine but it was it was hard and I mean then I went right back to it like three oh. days. I was like I don't want to keep popping Excedrin because my head hurts you know what I'm saying he was right. like no True. keep going keep going I was like that's the thing you have to start small like even when you know people in their wine people love their wine mm-hmm. yes which is cool but um you know, that is nothing but, like, empty calories and straight sugar. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, like, of the mindset, I don't want my clients drinking their calories at all. I hear that a lot, Like, too. I'd rather you eat and get a good meal <clears throat> than to be drinking excessive calories. Because what happens when you drink your calories, you're also still going to eat with it. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, not yeah. like we're, like, eliminating anything. It's oh, added calories on top of whatever meal you're going to have with it. Yeah. That's true. So it's just a whole bunch of extra calories. So if anything, it's like we could scale to twice a week. Like, pick your days. And I always say, does that sound doable? Like, and either not yes or no. It's like, well, what yeah. would be a doable or realistic goal for you? Because everybody's just different. Yeah. That's true. Right. Okay. All right, Taylor, this was a beautiful conversation. Oh. <laughs> I could sit here and talk to you about fitness and health and all that right. for another hour or so, but we don't want to hold you. But I do want you to tell everybody who's listening where they can find you, you know, your website, Instagram, all that stuff where you want people to find you so they can get in contact with you, contact with you if they're interested. Okay. Um, so the best way to reach me is by visiting my website, mycharlottefit.com. Dot com, um, and you can schedule a consultation there. You can email me. Um, you can also email me at taylor at mycharlottefit.com. My Instagram is prettyfit underscore trainer. Um, and then I have an Instagram for Charlotte Fit, which is mycharlottefit. Mm-hmm. And we're recording like inside of her, her, her gym, and it is like so nice so dope. and warm and welcoming in here. Yeah. And Taylor just has like this great smile. Yeah. So yeah. I think, you yeah. know, if you decide to, you know, work out with her, I think you're going to really enjoy it mm-hmm. because just this is our first time meeting her and I just had a blast. Yeah. Yay. So thank you so much <laughs> for being on the show. Thank you. We ladies. really appreciate it. You guys, please follow us on all of our social medias. You got this. Uh, every week you make me do this. You want me to do it? You, you, you do it this week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> follow us on all of our social media so you can follow us on Instagram at Head Wraps and Lipsticks and follow us on Twitter at Head Wrap Pod. That's right. And follow our Facebook page, Head Wraps and Lipsticks the Podcast. You can email us if you're looking for uh, to sponsor, if you're looking to just be on the show, if you just want to scoff about something, you feel you don't have nobody to talk to, we are here for you. <laughs> Head Wraps and Lipsticks at gmail.com. Also, check out our website where yeah. you can hear all of the episodes as well as purchase t shirts, headwrapsandlipsticks.com, t shirts, headwrapsandlipsticks.com slash shirt. And you can catch up on all episodes on. 
Start with the S's. Okay, got it. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Yes. Yes. And please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Give us a five-star review or keep it. Yep. Peace out, you guys. That's it. See ya. Bye. Bye.